This episode brought to you by BRE Promotions. Whether you're just starting out or evolving your brand, BRE Promotions offers you expertly crafted disruptions that'll take you to the next level. BRE Promotions, we make your business shine. Visit us at brepromotions.com to schedule your free consultation. No, Bob Boomy. Hi, I'm Chris Evers, the editor and producer of the Outer Limits magazine, and you are listening to No Boba Me, where we explore deep inside the Goblin universe with your host, Brian Bowden. Hello, ghouls, goblins, friends, and family. Welcome to another episode of No Boba Me, where we go deep inside the Goblin universe. With me, your host, Brian Bowden. It's a pleasure to have you back. We have a great show for you tonight and an amazing guest. Um, we're going to get to him in a minute, but something that just came in the other day. There was a woman from Texas named Deborah who was videotaping and uh, shooting some astrophotography. And she just caught a very large object traveling through the solar system that seems to go behind the planet Jupiter. Uh, what's significant about this is the fact that the object in question is almost a third the size of the planet Jupiter. So yes, it could be an asteroid, but it definitely has a, 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 a cigar-like shape to it. Uh, I'm going to try to get a little more information, get Deborah on the broadcast, but something to look at. Check out our Inside the Goblin Universe website page, our Facebook page, Nobo Boomi's page and Facebook page, and we'll get you some information. Speaking of strange objects and the paranormal, we have a wonderful guest and a very good friend of mine. He is out of the UK. He is the publisher of an amazing magazine called The Outer Limits Magazine. He's also co-host of a new show. We're going to get to information on that, and it's a pleasure to welcome you, Chris Evers, to the broadcast. How are you today, Chris? Hi, Brian. I'm very well, thank you. How's yourself? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, just chugging along, <laughs> doing the research, and then doing the show, and then doing more research. Have too many things going on, just like yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, tell me about it. Uh, conference organizer, co-host of uh, Out of Nowhere Radio uh, show, which, as you know, is on Paranormal UK Radio Network, and uh, producer magazine, um, I live my life. I'm a self-employed photographer. I've just done two weddings. I've got wedding photographs to edit. <sighs> I need a holiday. <laughs> yes, I, I, I love on, on your profile, it says I'm tired of being tired. And, yeah. oh, I, I, can, I can totally feel exactly where you are at this point. Oh, yeah. But, tired of being tired. Yes. But I'm still breathing, and that's the important thing. And that, that's very, very important. Um, there's a lot I want to talk about because we have the magazine, we have the conference coming up, we have the new radio show. So let's just start with your magazine. Uh, first of all, first and foremost, I want to thank you very much for including me in the magazine on this uh, issue 15, um, being the North American slash Canadian correspondent. And um, it was a little bit, little bit nerve-wracking because I'm trying to elevate the game there to, for that English side of it. But thank you very much for... for um, putting that in there and it is a fantastic magazine everybody you've got to go check it out um it will be subscription based but from what i understand chris the price is going to be like minimal i mean like just not not as much as as anybody any other magazine if you have physically bought it correct well that is correct yeah but i mean first of all um 
inviting you to come along and be the North American Stroke Canadian correspondent. Well, I was quite surprised that you didn't get my hint when I was saying, do you know anybody? Do you know anybody, Brian, who can do this? And you, Well, I can think of one or two, Chris. I'm talking about you, you fool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was thinking it, but I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to be that, that person that's like, well, then how about me? You know, I mean, there are, there are well, plenty of people out there that are, that are worthy of this. And you know what? One of the things I was thinking is I can bring those people in and we can incorporate some of that, their stuff into the, the presentations for, for our articles in the future. Of course, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, as you know, the magazine is every two months. We're currently at issue 15, which is currently free to read. Um, issue 16 will be free, which is the October issue. But on December the 1st, that issue will be a subscription-only um, magazine for future reference. Um, the subscription price... As not being organized as yet um, I've got one or two things which I need to look into to um, actually uh, sort out really in quite you know honestly um, before I actually announce the price but I'm looking at under 10 pounds UK so what is that in dollars maybe about 15 dollars a year something like that That's so it's, it's, it's nothing it's nothing yeah it's 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 it's, it's a little bit more than a dollar a month I, mean, I think yeah 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 i think a pound is one dollar thirty or something like that so it's 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 not that much money and the only reason i'm doing this brian is i'm looking at doing more in the future international um events conferences over here in the uk i mean as you know i'm not going to go talk talk about the conference now because we're talking about the magazine but we have charles holt coming from america which is costing of course and we have mary rodwell coming from australia and these people don't come cheap but if we want the best you've got to afford the best Yes, and, and that's the problem with these conferences. You know, people don't understand that when you go to these show, these conferences, and they're fabulous. And his conference last year, the first one, was was amazing, um, very inexpensive, well worth the trip. The people you were listening to and getting to interact and meet with were worthy of of five times the value uh, that you 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 know you you placed on it. Um, but these people, you know. People's time are, is worth a certain amount of money. And when you're traveling from the U.S. to the U.K. or from Australia around the world, you know, there should be something in it for them. It's, it's out of respect as the person, um, but also what they do. So I hear you with that. I mean, and for only, you know, pretty much $15 um, U.S., that's amazing. I mean, you can't even get a U.K. magazine in this country without spending close to $35 um, yeah. at a local store so just imagine that folks you're getting it delivered to you electronically um, yes that's and, correct and and you know what it's coming in you can save the save them um, probably in your you know uh, to a stack or something that you have internally digitally so you can always reference it it's filled with premier professionals that are very well respected in this in this uh, genre um, in this industry I mean you know what? Paul Sinclair alone is amazing. Philip Mantle, Derek Tyler, um, and the list goes on. I mean, I can't even mention everybody that's in there. These people are worth twenty, thirty dollars a piece, and now you're getting it for fifteen for the year. That's twelve yeah. months. So that's th right. It, it's really interesting. You're doing it during Christmas. I'll, I'll give you. Well, we can buy them for Christmas presents. You say exactly. That's <laughs> the, what I'll give you a, a quick rundown of some of the people who feature in issue fifteen, the latest issue. Irina Scott, uh, PhD, 
she's provided a fantastic article, Roswell, the case that will not die, another new witness to the Roswell incident, according to Irina's wow. uh, information. Um, Carl Nally and Dermot Butler are the authors um, of um, a new book about called The Circle of Deceit, which is all about animal mutilations in Ireland and other places around the world. An overview of ufology by an amateur called Clay Godden, who um, is well worth reading alone for fifteen dollars. <laughs> you know, and as you said, we've got Philip Mantle. He's provided was uh, the magazine with uh, an article about UFO photos over Poland, which are really brand new. He, he got those only about six, seven weeks ago, and he's wrote an article, he's had them an analysed, and there's some startling information in there. Again, we've got my co-editor, Malcolm Robinson, he's provided an article, and another gentleman, who you may know by the name of Brian M. Bowden, he's actually provided us something as well. Yeah, so he, he's worth a good $5, I'll say, so there you go. Uh, you know what, five, yeah, five quid is pretty good for me. Um. <laughs> we also have um, John Venter. Um, he's provided stuff uh, we also have something a little bit different in this latest issue uh, astrology and the latest eclipses by Sean M. Cohen, BSC uh, she's quite uh, quite knowledgeable about astrology and tarot and so on so again, fantastic stuff uh, another article from John another one from Philip and another gentleman by the name of Derek Tyler who was there uh, provided us with a fantastic article called rewriting the past so all those are the kind of people that you get in and you know in outer limits magazine in the past we've had nick pope we've had oh there's just too many to mention bruce maccabee there's another name i, I, I couldn't remember but there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, these are these are the premier people these are the people are the go-to's in, in my personal opinion as a research and an investigator both, you know, sitting in the chair as well as I do a lot of boots on the ground. And these are the people you want to go to. This is the research you want to get to as a benchmark for the most part. And now you're getting articles and new stuff from them. And it's delivered to your inbox every month. So um, we're going to throw the link on for, for the, the this issue, the next issue, and all the information regarding... Um, the subscription when when Chris gets it worked out, we're going to put it on our uh, Inside the Goblin Universe web web page. We're going to and all the Inside the Goblin Universe Facebook pages as well as the Novi, Novo Boomi web page and Facebook pages. You're going to have it everywhere. It'll be in the show notes, so you'll see it there as well. And uh, we're going to definitely put those links there to help it out. I'm actually buying the subscription myself. It's that good a magazine, and I actually are getting published in it so you know it's definitely worthy of your your reading and digesting it it's wonderful that's very good of you there brian thank you for that much appreciated oh i, I you know it's it's there's not too many publications out there that come out uh, uh on on any regular basis regarding this subject matter um, and then once you're inside, it's not only just the authors that are there, but you put together the advertisements that, that, that point you in the proper directions to mm -hmm. go if you want more information. I mean, you know, flying, uh, flying disc press with Philip Mantles. I mean, he's got a wealth of, of, of publications that are coming out that are worth your reading. So you're getting information on top of information. And if you're really into the subject matter, um, you can't go wrong. I did love the whole uh, astrology aspect of it, by the way. 
um, because I think that's the ancient art form that we used to use. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now it's just like, oh, am I going to find love today <laughs> when you're looking in the local paper? Um, well, but- the problem when you look at the local paper <laughs> is, to be quite honest with you, that is rote for, I don't know how many readers the local paper will have, but where I live in Kingston-upon-Hull, here in uh, East Yorkshire in the UK, the local paper maybe produces 30,000 issues a day nowadays. You know, that, I mean, that has dropped since the internet has come along, obviously, but, you know, if those facts that they're putting in there in the in the star, you know, the horoscope section, um, cannot pertain to 30,000 people because it's just a generalisation. You need your date, you was born, the ex- exact time, or within at least five minutes, I understand, and also, um, y- you know... Uh, Oh, this just they don't, they don't apply you know yep. to get a, a proper reading you need all the correct information and i know this because my wife is an astrologer as well Ooh. so you know so she she's actually studied it quite a lot you, you know it's it, it's interesting um because of of my association to certain groups globally um astrology has been used in probably almost every society or someone that does something similar um you can gain a lot of insight and you know people think it's hokey some 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 people think it's hokey but trust me when i tell you that if you give someone who is a true astrologer your birth information your full name uh, maybe even the location you're, you're, you're born they will come back to you and give you a reading based on yeah. your information, that'll blow you away because it's almost spot on of every aspect of what you've been going through. It's Absolutely. Really I mean, strange. It's, it's, not, it's not just about um, you. I mean, it, I, for example, if you start a new job, um, new employment, you know, what, what, day, what day are you starting? What time are you starting? Where, is the, where are you working? Blah, blah, blah. You can put that in and you can get information about what's going to tell you how that's going to go in the future. Yes. Obviously, you can get relationship charts. You can get your birth chart, etc., etc. And, you know, I mean, my involvement with the, the paranormal subject, as you know, Brian, goes back to way, way back, 1974. <laughs> yep. And when, I always thought, yeah, astrology, you know, yeah, 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 okay, you know. But when my wife started doing this and she was telling me things I was thinking, I'm like, oh, hang on, <laughs> there must be something <laughs> in this thing. <laughs> it's, it's a fascinating subject, it really is. Yeah, I mean, it's, especially if you're, you know, as married people, it's not that you, you lie. You, sometimes you just don't want that battle. Uh, but when they start telling you, oh, really, you were thinking about doing this? You're like, oh, my God, how'd you find that out? You know, it, it's that accurate. It's really scary. But I would, scary. I would recommend you go look into it, people, because there's, it's more than just that, that newspaper horoscope. There's a lot involved in it. And you have to get the right person, mind you, um, someone Absolutely. who has the skill that's involved. It, it's, the, you know, the, the, the men that founded uh, uh, the United States of America – I'm not rubbing that in. Um, you know, the, the city of Washington, D.C., and, and Freemasonry in general, uh, although they're saying it's the Illuminati, it's not. But when they would calculate things and do things like the creation of the city of Washington, D.C., it was literally built at a specific time and specific date based on ast- astrological charts. Um, and it was laid out that way for yeah. a purpose and reason. And the reason is for the uh, endurance of, of the country to do it in the proper format at the right time, uh, yeah. place, and location. 
So this is what astrology gives you, and the fact that you're including it in your magazine, um, it's fantastic. You, please. Well, uh, well Sh Sean's articles, um, I mean, she's not going to be in every issue. Um, you know, like yeah. yourself, Brian, I'm not expecting you to provide something for every issue. Uh, you know, even if you are six magazines a year, even if you only do three or four magazines a year, so people get an idea of what is going on. And Sean's articles are very informative. They explain the science behind the, 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 the astrological project, you know, the, yep. how to do this, how to do that. Fascinating stuff, really is. It, it's, it's amazing. And again, go get this magazine. I'm just going to tell everybody, go get this magazine. But because of this magazine, last year you gave birth to the first ever um, Outer Limits Conference. That's absolutely correct. Yeah, we did. It was uh, September the f uh, hang on a minute, September the ninth, in twenty seventeen, and after the success you know that we had with the first conference, um, I really decided to do it again. But I mean, the first conference last year we had Paul speaking, Paul Sinclair, who we both know well. Yes. We had Philip Mantle speaking. Um, we gave an award to John Anson, who's a prolific author, if I can get the words out correctly. I borrowed these teeth off the horse. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we've got John Anson speaking uh, at this one, uh, this year, as well as Paul. Um, who else did we have last year? I can't remember, to be quite honest with you. But we had five speakers. Sasha Christie came, came along and gave us a spoke, uh, spoke to us at the conference. And um, I had that much feedback, how, how people had enjoyed it. It was a good old-fashioned conference. No, no politics, no arguments. Everybody's made welcome. You know, the venue itself is absolutely fantastic. Seats 300 people. We managed to get about 150 people in That's for our first conference. Nice. And... Um, um, you know, there's an on-site uh, cafeteria, stroke restaurant. It's fully disabled uh, access as well. So everything was perfect. And all the car parking around there is completely free. So uh, as I say, after the success of that first one, uh, we thought we'd do it again. And the one thing that many people did co comment about was the screen that we used for the presentation. You can actually show... Hollywood style blockbuster movies nice. on it so it is massive it is massive it, it must be 20 foot high oh, by man. maybe 30 40 foot long it is quite a large screen so when people were looking at um information uh, you, know, you know like citing reports pictures you can actually see the writing on there you're not <laughs> squinting your eyes yes. oh, what is this going on you know you can yeah. it, Fantastic venue. I think it's actually one of the better venues in the UK, to be quite honest with you, for you know, how much it costs, how many people we can get in there, and um, you know the amount, well, it's just so relaxing. It's such a great day. It really is. And everything around there, around the site as well, is a local supermarket um, where people can go and do a bit of shopping if they want to do, if they don't fancy buying something from the restaurant. So it is a fantastic little venue. It really is. Yeah, you know, I, was, I really wish I was able to get over there last year. Um, I actually discussed it recently with my boss, who is my wife, <laughs> um, <laughs> about this year. And she says, well, when is it and whatever. And, um, I, you know, if you see uh, a, a large American in there wearing a, a funky hat, um, that's probably me. And I'm just going to be sitting in the background enjoying every moment of it. Um, <laughs> because, well, I'll be, I'll be looking for the man with the beard. <laughs> yes, please do. Maybe I'll shave it. I'll just go with the mutton chops or whatever. I've um, also got 
got a picture of you uh, without your beard as well, so you won't get past the guards, Brian. <laughs> you're going to have to use that, uh, whatever, that tracking software. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. Tim, he's here. Um, and I just, I would love to actually be there. And, and the, these conferences are fantastic to get to. It, it seems, you know, from what I've seen and, and, and the, the feedback, uh, like a fantastic conference. I mean, you're, you're getting uh, Colonel Holt there this year. Let's talk about this year because it's taking place, I believe, September 1st and 2nd. That's correct. Yes, it's actually our first two-day event. Nice. Well, it's it's actually one and a half days, to be quite <laughs> honest. Um, the first day, um, sat, uh, Saturday, September the 1st, the doors open at 10 o'clock. First person is up at 10.30, which will be me, you lucky people. And um, I'll be obviously making one or two announcements about the magazine, the future of the magazine, the way things have gone since issue one. Um, I'll be doing my own talk, which I've not decided whether or not that'll be 30 minutes or 45 minutes. But I'll be discussing, well, the title of the talk is called Weird or What?, <laughs> you know, so it's not just about UFOs. It'll be about, um, for example, a young lady by the name of Dorothy Eady. She was um, she was born in near London in approximately 1904. At the age of three, typical three-year-old, playing, laughing, joking, running around. She actually fell down her stairs when Ooh. she was three years old, and pr she was pronounced dead. Oh my God! At the venue, at the the place where this happened in her own home. So you can imagine the grief her parents were going through, etc., etc. But miracle of miracles, she woke up. What? That, she actually woke up from death, according to oh. the information that I have. And now, this young lady by the name of Dorothy uh, Eady, approximately when she was eight years old, she went on a trip to the British Museum in London and they went into the Egypt room and she's walking around and she's, she begins bowing down and kissing the footsteps of statues and, and, and so on. And um, when she was asked why she was doing this, she said, this is my home, this is where I want to go back to. So, it's, oh, my first, so I'll be talking about things Whoa. like Dorothy Eady, who became known as Om Seti. She claimed to be uh, uh, a, well, past life, really. She claimed to be that she had lived previously in Egypt at the Temple of Abydos, where she was a priestess. That that's very interesting. <laughs> One of the things, you know, if 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 I was ever around this person and, and that made that claim, I would actually ask her to go read the hieroglyphics. That's a fantastic idea, and I'm not 100% certain whether or not that actually happened. But I'm, I'm just beginning on my talk, so I may get to that point. But the thing that is quite amazing to me, Brian, is obviously she was a young child. She'd never, ever, ever been to Egypt. Now, they showed her a picture of the temple at Abydos, and she said, that is where I live, that is my home. And she described things within it that she wouldn't have known. This was the days before the internet, right. before, I think before the telephone, to be quite honest with you, or around about the time the telephone became known. Wow. Um, you know, so where did she get this information from? Weird or what? That is very weird or what. <laughs> um, that's, it's, it, that's, these are great. I mean, I, see, now I really want to get out there. <laughs> um, well, I'm also, I'm also going to be talking as well about a local uh, case, uh, which is UFO-based from uh, East Yorkshire, where we've, we have a picture of an alien head at a window, uh, which uh, a couple claimed to have taken in approximately 1993-94. It has been analysed by various people over the years, but it's one of those cases that not many people know about, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about that as well. So again, weirdo what?
Oh, you're going to have a... This is going to be a fantastic opening 45 minutes. I think you're going 45 because... <laughs> I, 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 well, if even if you went 30 and then you had 15 minutes of questions and answers, which would be, you know, kind of interesting if, they're, if they wanted to do that. But this is going to be fantastic. You, uh, are you going to be... Um, and we're going to continue, continue with more stuff on the conference, but are you going this year to try to maybe videotape or record it somehow? I know you've got a lot on your plate, and don't get me wrong. I don't want to give you any more. Well, but it could be very interesting to, if you could stream it live, but through like a, almost like a pay-to-view type of thing. That would yeah, be it, it is something that has been thought about, but it, it come, there's one or two logistical problems. Last year, I wanted to videotape the conference. I had an offer from a gentleman to do it. Oh, um, I did turn it down because I'd already got somebody else to do it. Now, when this somebody else arrived at the venue he told me it was too dark to film now right. being the first right. conference that i'd actually done last year i didn't go in the day before and sort out all the lighting i, I relied on the, the conference uh, staff uh, venue staff themselves to do that for me yeah the setup was great not a problem you could see what was going on etc etc but this year i'm going in on the friday the day before right. to organize all the setup all the lights make sure that you know whatever comes onto the screen can be read correctly it's not um there's no problems with the, the you know the, the projection right. being too big for the screen and all this kind of stuff now my brother uh, has just gone out and got himself um uh is it f uh, 4K, you, you ultra HD, something or other video wow. camera? So he's told me he's you know going to try and get the day off work and come along and do that. Um, I do have an option for another gentleman, but that one's going to cost me about two hundred pound. Um, the that's what about three hundred, three hundred twenty-five dollars, something like that. Right. And I'm, you know, it's it's just another expense in all honesty that I can't afford for the conference. No, that's but, why we have brothers. Well, ex exactly, <laughs> but maybe you know, maybe showing it on the internet and a pay per view kind of thing might be a good idea. I, I think there are a couple of servers, and I think you can set it up very easily through Amazon, the A the A three server. A yeah. lot of people use that because I mean, it's talk. We're talking pennies, literally yeah. pennies, based on 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 your transmission. So uh, even if you broadcast it at around. Not everybody has 4K sets, but if you can broadcast it at, at uh, HD resolution, I mean, you could be looking at, you know, for almost 60 pounds, you know, $60. Um, you can, it would cost you that. And if you charge people, I don't know, um, you know, 20, 20, I'm just using US, but $20 to, to, to view today yeah. and tomorrow, um, that would be fantastic. Uh, yeah. As long as they can't download it, but you know, and then it it may be something that worthy of also of keeping putting it on a disc and breaking yeah. it up and selling it that way too. And I understand, you know, these are all expenses, but you got to understand uh, for everybody's li everybody's listening. This is stuff that Chris does through his own pocket, um, as you mentioned, you know, earlier, and it it's you know it, it's about time that people that are providing such great information and in such a great forum get compensated someplace or are able to break even or make enough to, to put it on next year. Um, so I, I just think it's wonderful, you know, that you're going to be trying to do all these things. Well, I'm already in discussion for next year with uh, one or two people. Um, I'm not going to mention any names as yet, um, yep. but uh, there's a possibility there could be maybe three people from America, but Ah. There's, one, there's one or two things to be discussed and talked about. And um, 
Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Oh, we're definitely uh, definitely going to be staying tuned. And, and as, as always, uh, mi casa, su casa. So anything you need to promote, let me know. We're going to promote it uh, on, on our show, the, the Nobabumi. And we're going to promote it everywhere we have a website and, and web presence, social media. Um, that's how much I, I believe in this, in your projects, in the work that you provide everybody and all these great things you're doing. Um, so I'm just really interested in this. I definitely want to. I want to be there for this conference. Um, and uh, my problem is, if I go over to the UK, I will be bringing home a bull terrier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this before, Brian. <laughs> yes, you know it, it's the truth. I mean, I miss my bull terrier dramatically. Love mm. my kids, but I think my wife will divorce me if I do that. So it's a cautious tale. I got to figure it out. Um, but it, you know, uh, on the second day, who's going to be coming? Uh, well, who's con- who? You know, who's speaking the first day? Is well, the first day we have Paul Sinclair. Oh my God! He's, he's as you know, he's the author of um, Truth Proof. the Truth Proof, the Truth That Leaves No Proof, and Truth Proof Two: Beyond the Thinking Mind. He's also um, my, my co um, um, co presenter. Yeah. I couldn't get the words out then, Brian. He's a co presenter <laughs> of um, the Out of Nowhere Radio Show with myself. We've known each other over twenty years, and um, believe me, he, he is. He is, oh, he's such a, a, an investigator that digs and digs and digs. Now, what he's actually talking about, he's actually going to be returning, you know, and keep us up to date with events surrounding his hometown in East Yorkshire, on the North Yorkshire border there. Uh, he's got a special eye on the Benton Cliffs area, which is the RAF Benton, and yet more unusual staggering events have occurred there including animal mutilations and deaths or you know he's the local farmers in the area are already saying that something different is killing the sheep wow and uh, and the deer on the flamborough uh, headland where bempton is situated we also have um photographs of that which will be a little bit graphic but people will be warned about viewing them beforehand but we also have and i've discussed this with paul um at least one and possibly two uh, porpoises, uh, which have actually yes. come up with the same wounds as the animals on land. And they've come up on the beach uh, area near Bempton, at the bottom of the cliffs there. You know, he's going to be showing footage, which is, is personally filmed in the area. And, um, you know, of orbs and, and, and all the other events that have been going on there. So Paul always says that location is key. And the <laughs> location really to hear his talk will be with us at the Freedom Centre. Yeah, in Hull. He's he's probably um, he is in my top five as far as uh, investigator researchers, boots on the ground, as well as you know that in the library type of research. He yeah. digs so deep. He goes to microfiche, and I mean yeah. he really gets the papers that we're talking about. So yeah, you'll get the picture. You'll have people alluding to these things, but Paul yeah. really has them, um, and he goes really deep. Probably one of the the best researchers out there. And um, a wealth of knowledge. I, I, you know, I'm I'm very happy when I when I had Paul on the show the first time around. He's just been we uh, instant friends. I'm he's a wonderful person uh, and and a, a gentleman. But the wealth of knowledge he has, and he's turned me on to uh, Derek Tyler, who is an, yeah. another one. I mean, if you want to talk about uh, uh, bookends of of solid research and investigation, Derek Tyler, U.S. 
Paul Sinclair in the UK. You can't Absolutely. beat that combination. Um, Absolutely. We're going to try to get Paul on. I, I've been you know, talking to him. He is swamped, just like you. I appreciate yeah. you being on. But it's like trying to get Paul on is at this point. Um, when, he, when he started promoting and, and the book has started really taking off, I said, are you too famous to come back on the program? He goes, no, there's always room. There's always room for friends. <laughs> but um, that's a powerhouse right there. I mean, yeah, those two it, Paul, is, Paul is absolutely brilliant at what he does. He, he is absolutely fantastic. I know that everybody last year uh, was really amazed with, with the presentation. And it was actually, up until that point, he was a, uh, a conference presenter virgin until that point. So he's, um, he's now into his, his second conference uh, with us. Uh, and in all honesty, um, Paul has said to me, he'll only do them for Outer Limits magazine. So uh, at the end of the day, if people want to see him speak, the better come along yeah, our second yeah. sorry go on go no, on I, one of the things you know I, i'm I, myself and, and my and the, the guy i work with uh he's like a brother of mine al santariga for bronx of paranormal we're on the committee for the pine bush ufo festival slash conference and it happens every year around late may early june um i would love to figure out a way to get you and paul to the U.S. to present there on behalf of Adderall Limits Magazine as well as your research. I think it would be fantastic to see the U.K. perspective, and we could discuss that later on. I don't know if you'd be up for it, but um, they, you do get paid when you come in, <laughs> so they take care of all oh, the right. other, other okay. extras. And I think it would be great for you to open, your, open up more of the U.S. Uh, to get more you know, people involved in that. Um, yeah. I'd invite Derek in, but um, I don't know if he was willing to do that and and that's that's you know uh something to be discussed with him later on we're going to have him back on the program because he has some new stuff coming out well i've actually had um an invite from well it's nothing's been set down in stone but i've had an invite from john venter um, nice. to come along to, for next year to come along and do something there or possibly the year after but obviously these things need talking about but i'm more than happy to come along to us and um uh, talk to people about what's going on in the UK and you know the various things that Outer Limits magazine is associated with yeah you know I think I just think we'll, we'll put that on the back burner let's go back into to the conference to give, give people an idea of what's taking place and who they're going to be seeing after Paul is are you going to I know you have some really you know important and, and uh, guests that are that are there a specific well <laughs> Well, I'll get to him eventually. Sure. The the second speaker on the day is a former member of the British Air Police Force, the Criminal Investigation Department, CID, uh, John Anson. is himself a pro prolific author and is the man behind the Haunted Sky series of encyclopedic books. He's actually published about 14, 15 books uh, now. It's uh, information, UFO reports, going back to at least the 1940s and uh, coming all the way up to the modern times um, uh, these books are just so fantastic you, you know uh, the, can you imagine the amount of time he puts into sitting in a library somewhere going through all newspaper clippings getting the reports getting the information putting it all together you know, writing all into a book and then and printing all these books off he's also um, the co-author of the Colonel Charles Holt's book called The Holt Perspective, and uh, which basically that gives you know Colonel Holt's story. But 
John is going to concentrate on events surrounding his many publications. And I, I spoke to him a couple of days ago. I, I thought he was going to base his talk from events from 1940 up to today. He's not. He's going right back to at least 1900 and bringing everything wow. to today. Um, Paul's going to be speaking for about an hour and 15 John's going to be speaking, I believe, for about an hour and a half. And, uh, you know, he's going to be telling us about the old perspective, how we got involved with that, how we got involved with, you know, Colonel Hall. Uh, and, you know, he's actually doing a, a review, uh, a rewrite of the old perspective. So old perspective two should be coming up fairly soon anyway. And uh, that's basically con covering events since... Um, the original came out, I think it was about a year ago. So, you know, it's, it's these two people alone, Paul Sinclair and John Hansen, are again, the worth just coming along yeah. and, and just seeing, they could speak all day, <laughs> absolutely all day. And people would be fascinated by the tales and the information, and, you know, and, and they, they just the knowledge these people have. Yeah, and, 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 and what I love about your conference is it, the people are more accessible. So, yeah. um, you know, after someone speaks and after you take breaks here and there, you, you, can, uh, you can technically approach uh, all these, these speakers and ask them little mini questions. I mean, it's wonderful that that can take place. Too many of these oh. conferences in the U.S. that I know of, they're these big events. It's almost like a, a they call a dog and pony show or a circus. Yeah. And you gotta pay, you gotta wait online and pay twenty dollars for a picture signed by so and so, and yeah. they, they kind of guess you. Uh, at your conference, you know when Paul's gonna present and when John's gonna present and when all these people present, they are going they're accessible um, for you to follow up with certain questions. Um, well, it's not only be fantastic. do not only do we have. If we can put it in with the time, and this year it's going to be tight with time. Right. Um, not only do we have a five-minute answer and question session after each lecture, these people sit in the audience. Yep. They don't get up, walk out, go to a, you know the green room in the back <laughs> and drink a you know have a, have a quaff of wine or anything <laughs> like that. You know, they're actually accessible. They're there in public. You can see them and you can talk to them. Yeah, face to face. Right, and you know what? You know, I'm sure you'll be be able to purchase uh, their books there, and yeah. you know what a great way to get an autographed copy when you're physically with the person. So you know, I mean, it it's again for what you what what is being charged, and it's very minimal. Just give us the cost for both days, if you don't mind. While we're the the cost for both days is twenty nine uh, GB pounds, um, which is nothing. I mean, it's wait, wait, again, it's what's that forty five. Dollars, something, something like, like that, that, maybe maybe fifty dollars. Um, the individual days, the Saturday when we've got all our main speakers, that is nineteen pounds. So again, maybe twenty four, twenty five dollars, something like that. And on the Sunday, it's twelve pounds. I mean, just think about that concept alone, everybody. Especially if you're in the U.S. and you wanted something to do for the end of the summer. Fly over to the UK. It's a great country. It's where we all started. Um, you, can, you can go to the countryside. You go to Hull. You have a Saturday and Sunday there. You're sleeping in a lovely area and part of the UK. And then you're getting this for like $45. Where can you go someplace in this world and actually see any type of performance or any type of you know, conference or show that it's not going to cost you $100? Uh, I know for a fact that, that 
the conferences in the U.S. now are uh, upwards of $100 plus. So if you're at a MUFON conference, forget it. Um, there's one coming up actually this weekend um, uh, for MUFON. And the first day on Friday is free, but they're not going to show you anything. But the weekend's like $200, $300. So this is $45 US or, or 20 you know. Um, well, if you have $300, I'm sure you, you could get a, a flight <laughs> up there. You, you know, uh, even if it takes you 24 hours and you come via Iceland. You know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can fly into Manchester. You can jump on a train in Manchester, which will bring you right to Kingston up on Hull. The Hull city centre has got several very good hotels in there. I'm not going to give the name of the hotel where the speakers are saying because I want them exactly. staying, you know I want them to have peace and quiet afterwards and before and um, you know a taxi ride uh, a cab from Hull City Centre to the venue will cost approximately eight pound so you're looking at maybe ten eleven dollars something like that you know to go get jump in a taxi go to the venue and you can do all that I, I, you could probably do all that for about four five hundred dollars you know yep. it's 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 a no-brainer folks get yourselves here (laughs) exactly that's why i'm trying to get over there um my problem is i don't i just don't want to spend the weekend there i want to after the weekend go back and uh head over to uh, bridlington with uh (laughs) with paul and then start investigating werewolves and uh and and some mysterious stuff i gotta figure out a time when i can actually get there and go over and say hello to you and not take you away from your work but you know have a little <laughs> chat and finally meet the, these these lovely uh, wonderful people and and friends but uh yeah i'm i'm we're trying to work out the logistics even if it is just for the weekend it's fantastic and i'm looking forward to it um yeah. but i'll let you know again you're always more than welcome brian i do appreciate that um and and the the second half of the you know of the program which is on the sunday you uh is is you're going to have even some more spectacular speakers there too. Well, on the Sunday, um, it's actually Mary Rodwell. Um, she's actually presenting um, a workshop more than anything else, to be quite honest with you. But she's actually speaking on, she's doing a two-hour talk for us on the on the Saturday. She uh, She's actually attending a First Out Limits magazine conference and she really does offer a unique perspective on the Close Encounter mystery. And she's actually helped personally, she's helped over 3,000 individuals worldwide to come to terms with alien intervention in their lives. She, Mary's lectured all over the world. I know she's just quite recently uh, finished uh, a tour of North America. And uh, she looks at the, the problem of close encounters. She looks at the evidence from a scientific, biological, psychological and anthropological, spiritual and historical perspective to support what she believes is a genetic engineering program for upgrading Homo sapiens leading to a paradigm shift in human consciousness. And she says, data suggests that children are being altered and transformed on many levels through ET encounters. Some of the latest DNA research that could, you know, that could qualify how this upgrading may occur, now it may be linked to each condition such as ADHD, Asperger's and possibly autism is also explained as many of these individuals demonstrate awareness of the non-physical realms. So this is a really is a rare and u- unique privilege to us there in Hull at the OLM conference and you will be surprised 
and hopefully astounded by what Mary discusses. Then on the second day, a workshop is going to concentrate on that. If people want to come and talk about their encounters, or if people want to investigate these encounters, the workshop is all designed about helping those kind of people. That's fantastic. Uh, Mary is also known as the uh, alien lady. That's uh, correct. Globally. She is indeed for very good reasons. <laughs> yes, she is. Um, and she's got a, a wealth of, of publications out there too. But just just grasping and grokking what you just said of, of the perspective of how these children and people are being um, genetically altered so that, that, that there is a shift in the thinking and shift to the better actually um not like a brainwashing into some kind of other other end or darker end uh it's fantastic because when people do have these encounters and we have it today um this is one of the reasons why i started um the new york uh, state ufo project um mm -hmm. we wanted to get information out there but we all wanted to create a forum for people that are having issues dealing with the fact that they're seeing what they're seeing or they've experienced what they're experienced. We wanted to create a forum for them to come to and release that pressure. Um, yeah. So the fact that, that this is what Mary does globally and helps so many people out is fantastic. Well, the, the main thing here is talking. Yes. It's, it's, it's not only the talking, it's talking and being, by believed, being believed by somebody like Mary it was she's been investigating these things for what must be 25 years now and uh, you know there is somebody there who will help you come to terms with what is going on in your life you know your et contacts and and what is going on my children are changing etc etc and these people they need help they need help to come to terms yes. with, with yes, these experiences and mary through um, the internet and through talking to people face to face, she helps them. And listen, I can't get over to people how important it is that they come and listen to what Mary has got to say. Yeah, you, you know, it, and and it's fantastic. She's making that huge trek almost around the world to yeah. present this. Um, what? But you are spot on. Uh, we had a gentleman that came into a previous group that we used to meet every once once in a month, and he was. He was being hammered by one of the, the people in the group um, who has, is very strong opinionated, and I said, cut it out. I said, this, this man is coming here because he's genuinely scared of mm -hmm. what's taking place. He has experiences, and you, there's no right for you to do. You may believe what you believe, but have the consideration for him. And uh, he, he came up to me afterwards and, and appreciated the fact that I was being considerate. This is a tough subject um, because of the ridicule. And even though it's lightened up a bit, um, there's still ridicule there. You believe in aliens? Well, yeah, I've seen something that I don't know what it is, but you know, it's the same thing saying, well, you believe in God. Yeah, I do, but I haven't seen God. Um, but, you know, so you've got to give people a little bit more credit and slack and, and the fact that she's helping out to have yeah. people be able to process. It, it's, first of all, it's well worth going to the conference just to experience that. If you're an experiencer, as they're called, go there. Um, release the pressure from your life that you've been probably storing this in and maybe you'll find out more information and of course you can have a relationship down the line maybe mary can help you out further after the conference that's something you can discuss with her but what a great venue to you know go to you're in hull you're at this two-day event and you're also getting taken care of properly absolutely absolutely it's it's uh, fantastic. We're we're running a little bit late. We're not, and I want to I want to touch base with you um, uh, on the new show you have. 
new radio yeah, show. Well, just just before I go, just uh, yep. we talk about the radio show. Don't forget our headline speaker is Colonel Charles uh, yes, Alt. He, he, he will be presenting some brand new information about the third night of events at Rendlesham Forest, which oh. is of course Britain's Roswell uh, incident. You know, which occurred uh, over a three-night period between Christmas, uh, December 1980, and New Year's Eve. The Colonel is coming specifically to the UK to speak only at our conference. Again, it's a rare opportunity. None of us are getting any younger. You know, and I do know the Colonel is, is well into his 80s now, and it, it may be the last time he visits. You never know. You know, uh, hopefully not, but get yourselves there. Come yeah. and listen to what the Colonel said. Now, I'm sorry for inter inter interrupting yep. you like that, Brian. What was the point he was going to make? No, no I was, uh, let's go back to the Colonel right there. This is the base commander. At, 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 He's at, the deputy base commander okay. of RAF Bentwaters, and he, uh, he was there. He saw this. He experienced yes, everything. He, and yes. uh, due to his military commitments and and other documents that you sign with the military, um, you have to wait a specific period when you retire after you retire to actually be able to go into this if you even want to. Um, so you're going to get the perspective from the man that was there. Um, it's the equivalent for me of, uh, I, again, I want to be there for this, but when I met Travis Walton, who is a fantastic person, um, I was just in awe because of what he experienced. And, the, you know, talking again about Mary Rudd, well, he could have used her back then to deal with what was taking place and the ridicule and, and the problems. I just give this man credit for coming forward, just like I gave Colonel Holt credit for coming forward. Um, this still can you know, have negative effects on him and his person, but he's coming out and he's telling you what, what, what has gone down there. And Well, do, do remember, Brian, what the Colonel himself actually said. Um, I never intended for this information to get out, you know, and right. he, he did, he, he's admitted he did what he could to keep the memo that he wrote to the British Ministry of Defence because the event occurred, it was RAF Bentwater, it, it was a British base loaned to our NATO allies uh, in the Cold War years, uh, but the events occurred off base. So he had to write to the British MOD and keep, you know, keep them up to date with what was going on. But he, he said he had always believed there was a logical explanation to the sightings made by the three airmen on the first night. And he has admitted to being a self-confessed sceptic. <laughs> but he says when he was dragged into the events on the third night after uh, Bruce England came and said, it's back. He said that's when he became involved. And he went out to actually disprove these stories of lights flying around the forest and UFOs and, and oh, hundreds and hundreds of other things. Well, all right, not hundreds <laughs> and hundreds, but, but no, those, the other things that were going yep. on. He, he went out as a firm sceptic, but he came back a believer. I mean, if, you've, if you just read about Brentwater, it's, you, you, if you come out of that and you say, no, this is swamp gas, something's wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But again, I've never known swamp gas float around in the air and fire yeah, lights down to the ground. With hieroglyphics on it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so again, folks, this is coming up September 1st and 2nd over in Hull. It's the Freedom Center, 97 Preston Road. And um, you're going to have a great time there. $45 US. Um, it's, it's, you, trust me. You'll get a good couple of good pints in that night and the next night, and it'll be worth your trip. But uh, since we're running close to out of time, I just definitely want to touch on this wonderful new radio show that just came out. 
um, that you and uh, Paul Sinclair host. Can you tell us more details about that for, for everybody? Okay, yeah, it's the Out of Nowhere radio show. It's hosted on the uh, Paranormal UK radio network. It features all things paranormal, UFOs to UPARTS, and very much similar to Outer Limits magazine, to be quite honest with you. But we do in-depth interviews with people. We've got answers that we might not like. We we ask questions that people might not like. But it's all about getting the truth out there to people. And we're on fortnightly on a Wednesday from approximately 8 p.m. UK time. And I think it's 8 p.m. or 10 p.m. EST. So yep. there you go. Yeah, it's it's a, a great program and, and two great guys on there, um, both of which who a wealth of knowledge, you and Paul Sinclair. And I love the fact that we're taking the, the magazine that you're doing for the most part and, and the experiences and research of both of you gentlemen and your connections and you're bringing it uh, making it live, so it's a very interactive. Is there a way that they, uh, anybody that's listening can contact you or Paul regarding the show if they have questions or concerns? Um, you can look for me on Facebook. Just look for Chris Evers on Facebook. Um, you can look for the Outer Limits magazine on Facebook. And I also believe Paul has got a truth proof uh, face at book page yes. as well we haven't actually set up an out of nowhere facebook page yet but that is something that is in the pipeline we may even do a, um, a website when and if we both get time to get on with it <laughs> uh, but if people want, want to know more information about tickets for the conference all they have to yes. do is just go to the outer limits magazine conference you can find every all the details uh, on the website the all the links are on the website there the way it's uh, chris0597 dot wixsite.com forward slash outer hyphen limits hyphen magazine uh, conference tickets here that's all you need to look for you'll find it and definitely go there get the tickets we're going to be putting it on the inside the goblin universe.com's webpage we're going to be putting it on noble boomies webpage we're going to be putting it everywhere uh that we are and we are on every uh, social media site, uh, you can name it um, as a multitude, but you can always reach us. And if you subscribe to Inside the Goblin Universe that's where we're broadcasting out of. You could, you'll be up to date on everything that comes out, any notes, any little messages, uh, any tidbits, and it's definitely worth going to this conference. It's worth listening to this first uh, show which has philip mantle on there the who they're interviewing who is another wealth of knowledge um uh, combined i mean what's great about you chris and 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 paul and philip and everybody at this conference is it's it's about time that people started viewing people and, and interacting with people that make you think um oh, absolutely i completely agree with that at the end of the day what, what you, you know as you know yourself, um, the magazine, it's all about information. So we always say, read the magazine, come to the conferences, learn information that may be new, relearn information that may be old, but more importantly, come be informed. I was waiting for that, the come be informed. And that I, I took it a little bit initially, but it's not mine, it is Chris's. And it's the truth. When you are with Outer Limits Magazine and the Outer Nowhere Radio Show with Chris Evers, with uh, Paul Sinclair, with Phil Mantle, come be informed. It's important to be informed today. Don't just get the 30 second sound bite from wherever or from whomever. Get to the actual venue. 
Um, Chris, we are very much out, out of time. I want to thank you so very much, my friend, for coming on the program and uh, just having a great discussion today. You're welcome back always, anytime you want. <laughs> and, yeah, that's uh, not a problem. That would yep. be, be most welcome. Brian, thank you very much. It's been an absolute privilege and a pleasure to speak to you once again. I do hope all your listeners have found the information interesting. And one day I look forward to meeting you, whether over in America or in the UK. Oh, I, I, I look forward to that day as well. It's going to be a wonderful day. Um, and hopefully none of us get in trouble. Because, um, <laughs> you know, you never know. But also, if you if you need some photography done over in the UK, this gentleman, Chris Evers, can take care of it. He is an actually fantastic photographer. But we'll put that to the side for right now. Again, uh, Chris Evers on Nova Boomi, where we explore deep inside the Goblin universe. We appreciate you. We appreciate the fans. And we appreciate everybody you have any questions, contact us at questions at InsideTheGoblinUniverse.com. You can fill the form on InsideTheGoblinUniverse.com's website. Or just subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube or wherever it is so you stay informed. Thank you, everybody. Uh, another fantastic show, and I wish you all a great day. Hey, this is Brian Bowden. I want to extend a deep thanks to Purple Planet. You guys rock. You're listening to Nobo Boomy, where we explore deep inside the Goblin universe. The opinions expressed on Nobo Boomy are of that of the host and his guests. Joining our impressive two-day 2018 conference lineup is our Redland speaker, the former deputy base commander of RAF Bentwaters, the man who went out to investigate a UFO sighting as a skeptic but returned as a believer. Making a welcome return to the UK specifically to talk at our 2018 conference, Lieutenant Colonel Charles Holt will be discussing the events surrounding the RFI and also his claims that the US authorities were continuing to conduct investigations into the UFO phenomena which have proven to be startlingly true and have recently been backed up by the announcements from film footage from the US despite years of so-called official denial or of any interest in the subject. Do not miss what will be the must-see event of 2018. Ticket information can be found at www.chris0597.wixsite.com forward slash outer hyphen limits hyphen mag. Join us on the 1st and 2nd of September 2018 at the Freedom Centre 97 Preston Road, Kingston-upon-Hull. Come be informed.